Isaiah 56. So we are going to 57 today. We thank God for that. God has done great things for us. You know, the word of God is rare. You know, as it was said in the book of 4 Samuel chapter 3, it's very rare. Even in our days, the word of God is very rare. It's only the man of God that is coming to teach the people what they want to hear. We teach them and collect money from them. That's their own business. You understand? But we don't do that in this church. Everybody must know. And everybody must grow. So we want to thank God for the privilege and for the opportunity. So how many people are going to contribute before we go to Isaiah 57? Because we are starting 57 today, isn't it? Okay. So how many people want to contribute? Yes. Hands up. Hands up. Hands up. Contribution. Okay. Pastor Debbie. Uh, Dickness. And uh, Mama Chuku here. So we have three people. Let's put of course, I've not had time to really... I salute every one of you. You know, especially those of you that uh, contributed one way or the other to the youth uh, group. I want us to especially give Mama Chuku a round of applause. Let's just do that. We should honor... Don't cover your face so that they can see you. You know, when I, I'm talking deep down from my heart... A lot of people don't know that to be a pastor's wife or to be a general overseer's wife, even though, don't call it ordinary pastor's wife, it's work. Your eyes must be like the eagle to see everything that is going on in the church. Amen. When this baptismal thing came up, I said we're in Jerusalem, we bought these baptismal gowns. And I felt, where will I get baptismal gown? You mean that Sunday, I only attended the New Cross Church, maybe halfway. I said, I'm going to carry me in your car. We have to go and look for this thing today. And she went with me. We bought the rolls. Announced in the church. And I want to, us to put our hands together too. Even if they are not here. For people that have made these clothes for us. That's why I, I said, look, I'm not giving nothing free. You will take it. When you return the money, we will, we will, as long as you bring it neat and nice. And that's how it's going to be. So if you be a pastor's wife, you are not looking at what is happening in the church, you are just coming down to sit down like any, any other member, then it's your fault. But she assisted me to do everything. She got she, even when I was not able, she went and collected the rolls where we got the big, big rolls. And she gave it to all the tailors that are going to sew. She monitored it. So I can say that I can put, even if I'm not there, she knows what to do. Amen. Amen. So that's why I said we should give her, because it really, I really, it touched me a lot. I have to tell you the truth, because I, ca- I cannot do it myself. But she was a, of a great help to me on that. Uh, and all of us, some of us that went with them to the baptism, uh, for the baptism, was it beautiful? Yes. And those of you that saw it on the television, the, was it beautiful? Yes. It was not, they looked so nice. So we must be thinking fast, especially those of us that are in leadership position. When your pastor's wife is carrying load on their head, you must be able to help. Amen. If it's announced, it's not only me that should cut it. Holy Spirit should speak to everybody about things that we need to do in the church. And the Lord will help us with that in Jesus' name. So I really appreciate it and uh, I say thank you to you. So let the microphone keep uh, moving now. Three people are contributing tonight, yes? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay. 
Isaiah 56 was about salvation for others. Mm. And we learned last time we met that salvation is meant for everyone, not just for the Jews. It's meant for the Gentiles. It's meant for the Jews. It's meant for the young. It's meant for the old. It's meant for the slave and the free. It's meant for the female and for the male. And I looked at Galatians chapter 3 verse 28. Unfortunately, this is not coming up but I want to quickly I want to quickly just read it because he says that um, let me read it as it's written sorry about this Galatians 3 28 there is neither Jew nor Gentiles neither slave nor free nor is there male and female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So we all know that salvation is meant for everyone. So Jesus is, is not in respect of man. So nobody can isolate themselves from the commonwealth of salvation. Thank you for one minute. And in that same scripture, it talked about how they should not disintegrate the Sabbath. And we cited the scripture that says that we should honor the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. But in our own New Testament dispensation, as Christians, we don't just focus on the Sabbath. It's the, the Bible says that all days is alike. The Bible says this is the day that they has made, and we shall rejoice in it. So all the seven days for Christians, it is all Sabbath for us. We should honor each day. It's not on Sunday that we should be holy than, uh, than thou. And then the rest of the days, we just feel... Um, do whatever we like. The Bible says we should acknowledge God in all of our ways. So it's not just on Sundays that we guide our ways. We guide our ways Monday, Tuesday, till Sunday. So, and the Bible recorded there that if they do not disintegrate the Sabbath day, he will now bring them into his house and he will make them joyful in their house of prayer. And mommy cited an example that God wants to use every man and every woman here as an intercessor. God wants to bring us to his house and he wants to honor us he wants to lift us up he wants to make us useful in his house but it's only those who follow the ways of the lord that god can use if we do not follow the ways of the lord then we cannot be used by god so christians should not uh, children should not shy away from this both children and adults alike are called to this commonwealth of salvation and god wants to use us all only if we make ourselves available but we should honor every day we should be conscious of god 24 7 365 days of the year and don't just give one day out of it every day is unto the lord it's sabbath for us christians and the lord will bless us as we acknowledge the lord each day of our lives amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to mention um, the, the, the part that talk about the keeping the Sabbath holy. And um, part two says, blessed is the one who does this. The person who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it and keep their hands from doing any evil. Then the verses down there talk about the eunuch. That's a dry, dry tree. And mommy emphasized that we should not make ourselves to be dry trees. Now, because the, you know, because they honor God, they honor the Sabbath, then God said we give them a name that is better than that of sons. I'll read it. That's verse 5, verse 4 to 5. For this is what the Lord said to the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths. 
who chose what pleases me and hold fast to my covenant. To them I will give within my temple and his words a memorial and a name better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will endure forever. And foreigners who bind themselves to the Lord to minister to him. So today, how do we actually honor the Sabbath? What I tend to do, you know, I take my Saturday off my Sabbath. It's a day for me to rest. And I sort of rest mainly by studying the word. And there's evangelism. I love it. I, I love to go out to do God's work and just pray. So apart from being in God's presence, I don't want to take delight or do anything else. And I think even in our day and age, I know Jesus said that it's Lord of the Sabbath, that the Sabbath was made for man and no man for the Sabbath. But we should find a day to rest. And during that day, we should make sure that our focus is mainly on God. And if we have to do anything, because on the Sabbath day, if you look at the New Testament, Jesus will go to the synagogue to preach the word or to heal the sick. So we, that should be our main target as well. If we want to do anything on the Sabbath day, we should go out to witness, or we should study the Word of God, or we should pray for people. And as we take God's work upon ourselves, God will ensure that the blessing that is attached to honoring the Sabbath is made available to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. My contribution will be taken from verse 7 of Isaiah 56. It talks about the love of God for mankind. And when I was reading it, what struck me was in the let be part of it, where it says, For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. So reading through, we can see the love of God for all mankind. God does not want anyone to die. He does not want the death of a sinner. He wants everyone to come to him. And if you read from that verse 7, it says, even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offering and their sacrifice will be accepted on my altar. Praise the Lord. So what is that verse is telling us is that it doesn't matter how your sin, how much sin you've committed, what evil you've done. He says, come as you are. God says he will accept you as you are. He will wash you clean. He will accept your offering. He will accept your um, your offering in his altar. He will not d- despise you. So what I, wish, what I got from it is that whatever you are, wherever you are, at the point of salvation, God is there. He will hear your prayer. It doesn't matter what the situation is. God is always our refuge. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Just to quickly go through the, the notes that I just put down here for some of us maybe you did not put things together that day you can remember with the little contribution that has been contributed tonight Um, Isaiah 56 you know in the previous chapter 55 he asked that is anyone thirsty you know that he should come to the water and drink and Jesus is the river of life in order to remind us again and uh, as many that thirst, that thirst after righteousness, the Bible said they shall be what? They shall be filled. So, peradventure, there is no one that is born again here. God is calling us. 
to come to this water, to come to Jesus, and we shall be filled. Then that takes us to Isaiah chapter 56. That the salvation is for everybody. Salvation is for children, and that as long as they get to the age of reasoning, and they know, they know Christ, it's for them. Salvation is for slaves. You won't have somebody that is living within the house and take only your children to church and say this one, they don't, no, 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 you don't do that. It's for everybody. So in this, my note here, salvation for others, especially the Gentiles. It's for the Jews, it's for the Gentiles. It's for, it's for people that are, not born, that are not born again, you know, it's for everybody. Whether the person is a Jew, whether he's a Gentile, whether he's a slave, whether he's someone that doesn't even know about Christ, once they get saved, they will know about Christ. Once they can confess Jesus as their Lord and Savior, according to the book of Romans, they will be born again. Amen. Knowing fully well that the Lord's salvation is available to all, including those with physical disability, because he talks about eunuch. Eunuch are people that cannot function, you know, in the area of... Uh, 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 producing, you know, a, a kind of dry tree. People that thought maybe you don't even know anything. I'm dry. I don't understand the Bible. Once you get saved, you start to understand the Bible. Let's look at that example. As I'm talking, now, the Lord just gave me this example of Saul, who was everywhere killing all the Jews and everything. Hardly did he know that God is in need of him. You know, but when the hand of the Lord touched him, he says, So, so, why did you persecute me? So, salvation is even for people that you might think, Ah, church master, ah, you are the Bible, ah. You know, in those days, they come in the lady with a little Bible. Today, I'm still carrying the Bible. And I'm happy that I'm still carrying the Bible. I was not just the lady with the little Bible that they called me, and now I'm not carrying the Bible. It would have been a regret. Everybody, when I'm coming to that uh, standby room, because I have opportunity now to preach, carry my Bible and I'm talking to them. A good TD, elder, is one of the people that can tell you today. All of them laugh at me and everything. But today we are gathered together here. You understand what I'm saying? Lots of them, ah, is that Mrs. Williams? That's the one that the husband, that's how they get traced to this church. So may we reflect Christ on a regular basis. So salvation is for everybody. Even people that are joking with you these days that they don't want to. I'm so happy to hear now that a lot of them are pastors. A lot of them are working so hard for the Lord. You are saying, ah, <laughs> pastor, he's the pastor of a house. You are the only pastor. They know you because of the Bible that you carry. Keep on letting them make that joke. They will still be born again. They are the ones that God is even going to use seriously. So verses 4 and 6 confirms in that verse 6. Said, even with people with physical disabilities... Salvation is meant for them. Either they understand, they don't understand. It's meant for them. Somebody can tell you, I'm not, why is it, if God is alive, how come my problem is still? How come I'm still having this leg pain? If God is alive, how come my fried body is not going? If God is alive, how come my, my blood pressure? I'm hearing this as I'm talking to you tonight because I didn't get this last week. But God, salvation is meant for them too. Amen. Keep on telling them. Uh, when God hit me, I come to church. Keep on talking to them. That's the eunuch that is there. And he said, those from ethnic background, that is the sons of foreigners, people that you can't, they can't, you can't even value them in the society. That is as 4 to 6. The Lord gathered to himself all who respond to him in faith and obedience. 
As long as you are obedient, you are willing and obedient, you eat the best of the land, the Lord will respond to you. Say, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy living. And I will what? I give you rest. God is still giving many, many of us rest today. Even people that are still doubting God, let's not give, give them away. God is still for them. Amen. The Lord's house is to be a house of prayer for all peoples. Verse 7. Jesus quoted this verse when he cleansed his temple. Matthew 21, verse 13. You can write that down. And Luke chapter 19. As people use the Lord's house anyhow today. Because if they, if they, are, they are saved, but genuinely, they are genuinely saved. They will not just do anything. Our body is also said to be the body of... Uh, uh, the temple of the Lord. So we must not, if you are genuinely saved, we will not use this temple for buying and selling. May the Lord grant us great understanding in that. God through prophet Isaiah encourages people to maintain justice and do what is right, what is good and right. Confirming that his salvation is close at hand and his righteousness will soon be revealed. For this reason, we must work out our salvation with fear and trembling and continue to do what is right in God. I wrote against this Psalm 1, so write it. We must not sit in the seat of mockers or in the way of sinners or do anything that will bring problems to God. So we must always do uh, what is good and what is right. Verse 2, to keep the Sabbath, I made reference to Exodus 20. Verse 8 to 11 means to honor, pray, and rest, making the day special, deliberating on His Word. Keeping the Sabbath holy is a day that we study the Word. Thank God for Sunday. Some of us, we all are guilty of this. May the Lord help us and grant us a greater understanding. I want to come to first service so that I can quickly, I can quickly buy some things. Yeah, you know, thank God, you know, but that God has not, you know, you can't do this in the time of Ananias and Sapphira. Things will happen, but because God is not dealing with us like quick, quick like this, we we all take God for granted. May the Lord help us, especially in this area, to keep the Sabbath day holy. You know what I know? In those days, you will go to church from morning. We do respect to our, uh, our women that are giving birth these days. People carry children, carry husband, carry my husband, my child. No. You carry your child, you carry your husband. All of you, when the, that is when you have come for dedication and everything, you must be coming to church every Sunday. You must come because it's part of keeping the Sabbath day holy. What has the Lord told you to do? And we start that in this church. That even in that time, it's not even easy on a comfortable seat like we are sitting like this. Cold will kill your hand. I have to buy gloves for our choir in those days. How many of you remember the choir? That you have to wear gloves to sing in the church. Because it's so cold. We are changing children's nappies like you are, oh Lord. So, but that's why I look at people. We are serving God in our comfort now and then. We are not putting all effort. May the Lord help us. So, we must make sure that we keep the Sabbath day holy. I was looking at some pictures the other day and I saw myself there when we were doing Thanksgiving of my baby. You know, I, will, I just laugh. I say, ah, these are the days of All Saints Church. When Jesus passed through this earth, according to Acts chapter 10, 38, he was anointed with the, with the Holy Spirit and power and went about doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. When we follow his life pattern, certainly... When he comes to take us home, 
will not be left behind. So this is part of keeping the Sabbath day holy, keeping the word of God, making sure that the word of God is reflected to as many people as possible, and us living a life as the letter that people can read. Behold, I am coming soon, my reward is with me. And I will give to each person according to what they have done. He will testify to these things, says, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord. Revelation 22, 12-20. The purpose, the purpose of God's death for us on Calvary is for the salvation of both the Jews and the Gentiles. You know, the theme of this, uh, beginning of this, he said, salvation for others, foreigners, and as many people as possible. So, the purpose of God's death for us on Calvary is for the salvation of both the Jews and the Gentiles. Where we are saved and under his covenant of peace, then we have the privilege of enjoying salvation until eternity. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. That's why I asked us to read it the other time. God's accusation against the wicked, actually the wicked, the shepherds, what we see in the body of Christ today. That is what God's concern about them. The prophet actually condemned irresponsible leaders of God's people who praised on the people as blind watchmen. He called them blind watchmen. Many blind, blind watchmen today that are deceiving God's own people. For judgment of God is coming upon them. And as lazy, greedy, and drunken, they are accountable to God for failure to render positive or good services. Wicked leaders are likened to. I'm, reading, I'm, I'm trying to explain uh, verses 9 to 12. Wicked leaders are likened to the beasts of the field. All they do, since they are wicked, is to devour or destroy. Israel's watchmen are the nation's leader who are said to be blind, and they all lack knowledge. They all also likened to dogs that are all mute and cannot bark. They lie around and dream, and they love to sleep. They are dogs with mighty appetites. They never have enough to eat. They are greedy. May we not be in this class in Jesus' name. Because if you are leading people, you must live by example. They are shepherds who lack understanding. They all turn to their own way and they seek their own gain. Like the tape that has been going around recently on the media. Uh, give 1,000, give 1 million. God is not in that business. They're only about the appetite. I used to be poor. God didn't send you to teach that. God didn't send you to teach that. We must be very careful. Amen. Because if God put us in that position, how are you going to lead God's own people? We are going to get there in Jesus' name. He said they are shepherds who lack understanding. The Bible talks about them here. They all turn to their own way. And they seek their own gain. They are self-centered. It's just to get money from the people. They can't give 1,000, uh, 1 million naira or 1 million pounds or $1,000. They cannot. They cannot. But they ask the people to give out of, out of direct or something like that. May God forgive them in Jesus' name. They fail to do what is good as instructed by the Lord. But love, but love to be worldly and sit amid fools and mockers. Who while, away, who while away their time with unserious leaders like themselves. Proverbs 31, verse 1, verse 4, and 7 to 9. Come, each one cries, let me get wine. Let us drink a fill of beer, and tomorrow will be, be like, or even far better. They have no hope for the future, and they live and have a lifestyle that does not portray godliness. 
That's what ends it here. But the wicked are like the tossing sea. No, 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 not that. That's 57. He says here, Come, each one cries, let me get wine. Let us drink our fill of beer. And tomorrow will be like to, today. Or even far better. These are God's own accusation against wicked leaders. They will not be wicked in Jesus' name. You can be a wicked leader if you don't lead your home aright. If you don't teach your home where they are supposed to be, you can be a wicked leader. A lot of us shy from raising our children. And it's like, ah, we can't touch them. And the government of this country, no, 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 no. We are not saying that you should kill them or anything. Tell them the truth. Guide them with the word of God. Teach them the word of God. Let them come to church. Let, let, let them know about Christ. Let them know about Bible study. Let them to teach you at home. Sit down. Have prayer time with them. Because if you don't do all these things, then you become a wicked leader. You, don't do, you are coming here now. You don't bring your children. How ah, they haven't work. No. We are raised children in this place. We come to church. The man of God will go and drop everybody, not London and everything. Before we get home, he will come and carry us. We are sitting down in the cold there with our gloves and everything. And when he comes to carry us, we are waking up. We go to yeah, let's, we, we do the own work together. Make sure that they use their afternoon well to do their own work. It's not when you are supposed to go to church. Some of us pick them, give them their food, let them rest, so that they can be able to. God will grant us grace on how to lead our children. Because if you don't lead them, hmm, these children, the way they are going now, a lot of us are seeing samples. They are showing some of us samples now. With all the training and everything, they show samples. One, one woman of God just called me uh, in the midnight, midnight of, uh, um, was it, this is Tuesday, right? Yeah. Monday, stroke, you know, Sunday night, midnight, about 12 or after 12 to, to 1. The phone was ringing. It was on sign. I didn't hear. I said, Your phone ringing. That's okay. I picked the phone. He said, It's about your son. Because they are submitted to this ministry. It's about your son. He doesn't want to go on holidays with us. This is free holiday. A lot of children, there are some other children that are looking for their parents to take them on holiday. Their parents don't have the money. This one is free holiday. They are going to stay in a villa. The holiday is paid for. He did not go. We try and talk. You know when they start to get to that thing in it, and 2028, 20, they feel they are, we, 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 we know it all. One girl is deceiving somewhere. I said, look, a girl is deceiving somewhere. You better go on holiday and enjoy your life with the other ones that are ready to go on holiday with you. Now I'm telling people in this church, if your parents give you that opportunity, and you think one crazy girl somewhere is turning your head, you must be very careful. Then I said to her, I said, no, 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 no. Why children? He doesn't want to go. No. What a package. When I was young, if my parents take me on holiday, I would be very privileged. That's why I make sure that I took my children on holiday. Even if it takes me to go and take loan, we go on holidays. Do you understand? So that at least you can talk about something. But you've been on holidays. But you see, he has opportunity, but he didn't go, he didn't go with them on that holiday. Because I phoned the parents at the airport. He did not go. So what is standing to, what is waiting to do? Is it because you are living in free house? Some of you, let's leave you so that you can go and live on your own. Then you know what it is to pay rent. What it is to do a lot of things. Then you will know that you should respect your parents. Are you listening? Because this, I don't know why I'm coming to this area now. Just to tell us. We don't want to be wicked leaders. At the same time, you don't want us to be wicked leaders. Because when we are training you and you are not getting trained, 
You want us to become wicked, but you are you become a wicked child. Do you understand? The Lord will grant us grace and the wisdom to be able to do it right in Jesus' name. And then he got to, we, we are now going to go into Isaiah 57. We talked about there is no peace for the wicked. That's why it's stream on wicked. A child can be wicked to the parents, is wickedness that is called. Parents can be wicked to their children, is wickedness. So if you don't allow your children, you don't bring them up well, if you don't bring them, there's actually a place where we eat the word of God. They don't come to church, they don't see church as a priority in their lives anymore. We will soon pack our load and we go. It's going to be left with you. Where's my mom today? Where's my dad today? Thank God that I, I, I sought for Christ myself. And today I'm living with Christ. Christ is not leaving me. Do you understand? Some of you have opportunity, your parents bring you to church. Want something? The Lord will. Maybe this word that I'm speaking. Anyone can be wicked. He said, There is no peace for the wicked. You know, we read about wicked leaders here. Wicked leaders, they just drink their head to stupor and do anything. They, they are greedy for money. They do anything they like in order to get money. Credit card fraud and all this. They are not in this church in Jesus' name. So they are wicked. To do people, that is what they, 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 they want to do. But in this scripture we are reading here today, it said there is no peace for the wicked. Who is a wicked man? Someone that's supposed to, to do the things uh, 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 in Christ accordingly that is not doing it in Christ. Cheat on people, you're a wicked person. Take advantage of people, you're a wicked person. Turn the word of God, uh, the Bible says this, turn it to satisfy yourself, sadness, you're a wicked person. Disobedient to parents, you're a wicked person. He said there is no peace for the wicked. And then he started here from 57. He said, the righteous perish, and no one takes it to heart. The devout are taken away, and no one understands. Why should the righteous perish? Why should somebody that is devoted to God perish? He's going to give us the answers here now. He said, no one takes it to heart. That the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil. Somebody that has been doing good. Somebody that has been following Christ's precepts. Somebody that has been doing well in God. Choir, choir practice, you are there. Holy Ghost, you are there. Everything is running around you. Uh, ushers, you are there. Things are working well. But God sees that now you want to step your foot. May you not be taken away before your time. Somebody that is raised in, 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 in God's house. And then you got to a time, you now got to your head. You have to that, yes, I've arrived. Even I can control too. You are doing one quick, quick work somewhere. You think that will give you money. When God sees that this can lead you to hell, the enemy will just take you like that. So the reason why the righteous perish, and no one, how can somebody die this such age like this? When the Bible said that uh, hundred, we live hundred. He said we seventy. He said even though we are eighty, we will live it with uh, a lot of, uh, you know, I was really with uh, trouble. But thank God for people that are not living in trouble. He said the righteous perish, and no one takes it to heart. Do you ever ask yourself that question that why should a righteous person? This is the question that we do ask ourselves sometimes. He said the devout are taken away and no one understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil. Why should, should this person short live their life? That person has been cheating, we don't know. We all come together to church, sing hallelujah, shout everything. You know? 
He has been following girlfriends. We don't know. Come to church, sing hallelujah and everything. And God says that if you continue like this, it's going to end up not making heaven. So that person's life is taken. I'm not saying that this is going to be like, but it's happened like that. That for him to now not make heaven, it's better to go. Somebody now go and be telling, God said uh, 1,000, 1,000 people should give uh, 1 million. And then calculate that one to 1,000 times 1 million. Cheating on people. Someone that has served God faithfully, and then you are not turning like this, the life will be short, will be taken like that. I will say, ah, that was have God. That was have God. No, 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 so that it can be spared. To make heaven. It's better to enter heaven with one hand than not to enter at all and be in fire. So he says here, I'm talking about the wicked now. When anybody goes into doing wicked things, your life can be taken. I'm not threatening. Are you threatening us? No. It can happen. So that your life can be saved. Because when we get that, ah, hey, really love God, he serve God. But that person knows that he's burning in fire already. And we, somebody's crying here. May we not be wicked in Jesus' name. He, says, and he said, the devout are taken away. And no one uh, uh, understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil. Those who walk uprightly enter into peace. Hallelujah. They find rest as they lie in death. When you live a good life, it lets you end well. I was talking. As a righteous person, may we live a good life. It will let us end well. But if you try to be wicked, that, that person's life will be taken. So let's learn to, to, to do good. We are talking about sincere and good Christians here. People that are good Christians, serving God with fear and trembling. Um, I beg to Apostle William himself. You know, in those days, we say, Ah, do you know what the Apostle do? All this one, I don't believe. Somebody has said it. You come to a church and say, I know. You mean all these things? This man of God is preaching. It's true. And he doesn't have any other person except the wife. Are you sure? Ah, no. This man of God has been looking good like this. Ah, no, 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 no. Until he started getting to church then, he now confessed by himself, look, hmm, I used to think that you, are, you two, you are not safe. You are just cajoling us and making us, you understand? Because he has dipped his foot on another thing. God's giving children and everything, then it's the child that you are using to give example. You know, you know, mm-hmm. may the Lord help us. So those who walk upright enter into peace. They find rest as they lie in death. That death is being celebrated. They too will know that, no, I'm making heaven. But you, but you come here. You children of sorcerers. Your offering, you offspring of adulterers and prostitutes. He's not talking to another group of people that are wicked in their ways. He said, who are you mocking? People that mock Christians. You know? People that mock people, the category of people that we are calling devout and righteous here. They mock them. But if they decide to join those people, that's the reason why they perish. And nobody thinks about them. Say, who are you mocking? At whom do you, do you sneer? And stick out your tongue. You know all these things, huh? you know it's real. 
<laughs> if you know that, that, just laugh. Say, friend, look at your friend. Eh? Oh. <laughs> the everything has happened. The Bible is there to correct all of us. Your parents are talking to you. Come, brother. Eh? Who are you? May the Lord help us. And stick out your tongue. Make jest of people that are sincerely serving God. Are you not a broad of rebels? The offspring of liars? You burn with lust among the oak. <laughs> this is serious. And under every spreading tree. It's talking about the type of evil that they do under trees. Thank God for this nation that has tree woods and everything. The rituals that are going on in our woods. Some have sexual intercourse on, uh, around the woods. He's not telling them the false thing that they do. He said, you burn with lust among the oaks. And under every spreading trees, you sacrifice your children in the ravens. These are the evils that they're doing that is mentioning here. He's, either you like it or not, it's happening everywhere all over the world. And under the overwhelming crag, uh, crags, the idols among the smooth stones of the ravens are your portion. Indeed, they are your lot. Yes, to them you have poured out drink offerings. These are the characteristics of the wicked that I'm reading for us here. Wicked person, they don't know God. They do evil things. Mention laws, they are there. Mention uh, 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 sexual immorality, they are there. Mention uh, idolatry, they are there. Mention worshipping idols and go to give them portion and everything, they are there. They indulge in immorality under the oak trees. They are burned with lust. They do immoral things. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. Yes, to them, you have poured out drinks of offerings and offered grain offerings. This is our tradition. Put a little bit of uh, gin. Put a little bit of... Uh, <laughs> and you come to church. May the Lord help you. You know, this thing I'm telling you, in those days, they know me in my house. My dad would do libration. Uh, we have to, our father, put a little bit of gin and say, Papa, that is not for me. Amen. If you are born again and you cannot come out of those things, then you have a problem. You are part of the people that they are talking here. To make heaven with you is very difficult sometimes. Because all what you are saying is I want to make heaven at all costs. When you say, I'm doing it for all of you. Because you travel now, plain. Uh, the far father, I said, don't do for me, please, I beg you. You must be able to face it and tell them, no, stop that. It's not for me. If you can't, I even give them money so that they can go and do it. Then <laughs> you must be. You know the Bible is very, is very, is very good. The idols among the smooth stones of the ravens are your portions. Indeed, they are, they are your lot. Yes, to them you have poured out drinks, offerings, and offered grain offerings. In view of all this, should I relent? You have made your bed on a high and lofty hill. There you went up to offer your sacrifice. Behind your doors and your doorposts. You know, in those days when you go to marketplaces or stores, even here, they put broom on top of the doors and everything. All these things is what the Bible is talking about. You go to some stores, they are put, they are could you could do something there. You know? 
These are the things that he's talking about. Go to some people's houses. If they don't put it in the reception, they put it where they hide. When you are eating somewhere, ah, ah, what is this one here? They say it's liberation, that they are putting coconut, putting everything together. And they are in church. Eh, I didn't know that this one, they said this one is not good too. You must know that it's not good. I'm telling you that because sometimes you don't know. You go to some places, they are Muslim, they are Christian, they are uh, 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 voodoo, they, everything is together. It's the same God we are calling, that's what they believe. That's what I must continue to tell you. You must read the Bible. When you read the Bible, you see them say, behind your doors and your doorposts. Where are supposed to plead the blood on your doorposts? It's uh, voodoo we are seeing there. You have put your pagan symbols. Forsaking me. You uncovered your bed. You climb into it and open it wide. You make a pact with those whose beds, uh, uh, whose beds you love. And you looked with loss on their naked bodies. Talking about immorality here. And you looked with loss on their naked bodies. You went to Molech with the olive oil and increased your perfume. Molech is the Ammonite uh, god. Their worship includes sacrificing children. And increase your perfumes. You sent your ambassador far away. You descended to the very realms of the dead. You wearied yourself by such going about. But you will not say it is hopeless. You found renewal of your strength. And so did not faint. You are enjoying doing wrong things. Since you have been born again, you still have something that you are doing that is still wrong. May you caution yourself here. Now I began to tell them from that verse 11. What did they say in that verse 11? They have no fear for God. They have not been too true to Him. They did not remember Him or consider Him. He said, whom have you, whom have you so dreaded and feared that you have not been true to me? They did not fear God. And that is some people today. If you fear God, you won't be doing the things that you do. The horrible things that you do. Just to hurt. Your, you say love your neighbor as yourself. You don't love your neighbor anymore. Just do what you like. You don't fear God. That's you. You even do evil more. That you have not been true to me. If you fear God, you'll be true to God. you do the, the right thing. Mention to them here, the ambassador is far away. The people that they use can be far away and he's instructing them to do evil. Even the man of God is preaching, but they are listening to another ambassador somewhere. Enjoy doing wrong things and don't fear God. And have neither remembered me or taken this to heart. Is it not because I have long been silent? You know, God, Jehovah sees, Jehovah knows. Even if he has not acted, he's still waiting for repentance. He's waiting for you to come to the knowledge of him. He's waiting for you not to do evil. He's waiting for you to repent of that way of life that you have been living in secret. He's waiting for, he's waiting for you. Say, so whom have you... No, no, no. Yes. That you, you have you so dread and feared. That you have not been true to me. Keep on polluting ourselves and doing a lot of horrible things. And have neither remembered me, nor taken this to heart. Is it not because I have long been silent? <laughs> God is not talking, but he sees. 
that you do not fear me, I will expose your righteousness and your works. You know, the righteousness he's talking about is false, like false humility, false righteousness. We see you in church, you are the first to lead prayer, you are the first to do everything, but genuinely in you, you are, you are bad. He said he's going to expose it. That's false humility that you are doing. But yet you keep on doing wrong, wrong things. He says he's going to expose it, and they will not benefit you. Do you see the reason why it's not a good righteousness? I want you to mark that place. I will expose your... Because you don't fear me. Because you don't take me serious. Because you don't do... He said, I just... I'm keeping quiet. I'm silent. It's not that I don't want to act. I will act one day. Look at the days of Ananias and Sapphira. I keep on talking about it. God acted immediately. And what happened to Ananias? He dropped dead. There are many people that are dead in the church today. But maybe by the grace of God and the word of God that we are preaching now, it will wake them up again. We are in the days of grace, but uh, it doesn't last forever. He said, I will expose your righteousness and your works, and they will not benefit you. When I expose it, I will not show you that this is falsehood. It's not true righteousness. When you cry out for help, let your collection of idols save you. The wind will carry all of them off. A mere breath will blow them away. But whoever takes refuge in me will inherit the land and possess my holy mountain. Whoever takes refuge in God, whoever loves God, whoever is full of God, those are the only people. But anyone that practices false righteousness, you cannot inherit God. Now God is sending comfort to the people that are contrite in heart. And it, will, and it will be said, build up, build up, prepare the road. Remove the obstacles out of the way of my people. For this is what the high and exalted one says. He who lives forever, whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit. To revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. I will not accuse them forever. And will I always be angry? For then they will faint away because of me, the very people I have created. I was enraged by their sinful greed. I punished them and hid my face in anger. Yet they kept on in their willful ways. May we not keep on in our willful ways in the name of Jesus. We keep on in the uh, willful way. And that's how I understand. What, what you are talking, I don't understand. Uh, our forefathers' tradition, we shouldn't do it again. Oh, it's too much law. It's not for, the Bible is not law. It's not, then you are convincing yourself by yourself. Then it's your problem. I have seen their ways, but I will heal them. I will guide them and restore comfort to Israel's mourners. Creating praise on their leaves. Peace, peace to those far away, says the Lord. I will heal them. But the wicked are like the tossing sea, which cannot rest, whose waves cast up mare, a mare and mud. There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. What I will advise, a message for the wicked here that I wrote towards my uh, finalizing here in 57, that, that is, God is still waiting for the wicked 
to come so that I can save them. God wants the wicked to repent of their sins. But adventure, you find yourself in all these things that I've been talking about. You don't fear God anymore. You do what you like. Some even confused. Talking to husband and wife in the house. So when they, when they get you, Apostle says something that has really sticked, stuck on me. You know, he says for people, their breakfast is jealousy. Talk about their lunch, hatred, and their dinner to discuss people in their different... I'll never forget, when he mentioned that, I said, this man is speaking, this is just God pushing these things out. Everybody goes home to rest and sleep, isn't it? But because of their wickedness, you keep on discussing people. People that are faithfully serving God. People that are doing the will of God. And that's what the Bible says. There is no peace for them. May that not be a portion. And then I try to this. There is no peace for the wicked. Chapter 57. It is good to know that the death, the death of the righteous is to spare him from evil in order to enter into God's rest. When a righteous person dies, you know, any, not all the time. Don't say that, ah, mommy, mommy, I said it to, no, 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 no. May God open our eyes and see the ones that is like that. Verse 3 to 11, in that 57, revealed the characteristics of the wicked. Go back home again and look at the characteristics of the wicked. Do you see yourself in these categories mentioned by Isaiah in verse 11? These people have not, number one, feared the Lord. That's the verse 11. They, they, have been, they have not been truthful to him. They are living their own lifestyle, doing their, uh, uh, serving their own God, little God somewhere. Doing liberation, you know, and all the rest of that. They have not remembered or considered him for all he has done for them in the past. But has kept silent. And they did not act. For this reason, that is for this reason of their wicked act, God said He will expose their righteousness and works. Their false righteousness are put there, which is mere pretensions of doing good, since they are neither cold or nor hot, but full of falsehood. May that not be us in Jesus' name. He will not help them when they cry out for help, since they still worship their idols. But let their idols help them. We will not, anything can be idol. Might not be that little thing that you might be idol. Your car can be your idol. Your children can be your idol. Your husband can be your idol. Your wife can be your idol. May God help us to identify which one is coming between us and God. By the time your husband is saying he's going to come to church, you start to use all this corny corny thing, you know. And then the man too, dude, okay, I wait. We watch it on the internet. <laughs> May God help you. If I'm thinking about you, you better change because it becomes an idol. He said, uh, verses 1 to 13 pointed out their pride, pointed out their lust. But as many that take refuge in him will inherit the land and possess his holy mountain. May we take refuge in God. May we fear God. Taking refuge in God means that we fear God. That we can be with Him on His holy mountain. You know, there are a lot of disciples. He left some at the foot of the mountain. He took some to the top of the mountain. Because He needed to talk sense with them. Do you understand? Then 14 to 21 confirms how God relates to those who are humble and are repentant. People with contract, that are contrite in heart. 
who that love God genuinely from their hearts. 18 to 20, God wants the wicked to repent from their sins. He wants to guide them and restore comfort. He wants Israel mourners to praise him again. May we praise God again in Jesus' name. The wicked do not know God. Anyone that decides to be wicked is somebody that do not know God. Hence he said there is no peace for the wicked. We will not be wicked in Jesus' name. God's message for the wicked is that the wicked will forsake their evil ways and come to Jesus and be saved. I wrote someone against it there. Anyone that loves to serve God must refrain from the ways of the wicked. In Jesus' name. I rest my case when next we meet. We are looking at Isaiah 58, which is a common scripture that we revise every now and then about true fasting. Why do we fast and then our prayers are not answered? Why do we fast and things are still uh, the way they are? Why do we fast? Thank God that Apostle has been able to help us what, what it takes to fast, what it means to fast. Not just give, put yourself on hunger strike and say you are fasting. Fasting that you don't even see the Bible. You don't read the scripture. You are just fasting. <laughs> have, you, did you, have you broken your fast? Fasting that everybody will know that you are fasting. That's not what I'm talking about. Fast, fasting that uh, every, you just look like uh, uh, you don't even bath. You start to hoose. Everybody smelling your, what do you, you call that thing? The abuse. No, that's not the fasting I'm talking about. Fasting that you don't even bath at all. I want everybody to know that you are fasting. That's not the fasting. When next we come. Uh, we are going to look at the reason why God did not notice their fasting. There are many people that are fasting. God doesn't notice your fasting. But you will see that they are fasting because they fast wrongly. Hence, he sent us out to tell them. When we meet next week, we'll be able to look into this. And that God, may the Lord bless His holy words. In Jesus' name. Amen. I rest my case. May we not be wicked. May we follow God's precepts. May we not entertain idols in our lives. May we continue to be good to each other and good to our parents, children, and children good to their uh, mother, good to their children as well by helping them. Don't let them, don't come to church and leave them behind and thinking you are doing the right thing. Ah, it's too young. Thank God the weather has been so good. It's not weather here. Ah, it can't come in the cold. It can't co- no, 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 no. So it can't come in the hot uh, weather again. So let's make sure that you carry our children with us. Make sure we bring them to church in Jesus' name. So that when we pass on, (laughs) we will just be looking back. When we are saying bye, we are happy that we have left a good legacy. Thank God we are teaching. I'm teaching about legacy this year. I've taught in some places and uh, it's going to be... We are going to end the the legacy here. I mean, the Lord bless us and grant us understanding. What legacy are we going to give? Is it legacy that we don't come to church at all? Then our children don't have anything they can. Mom and dad don't come to church. Don't want to be in church. What has God got to do with my life? I'm reading. I'm this. I'm that. You read. You know that if you are having a serious lecture or something like that, you are reading. We want you to read because we don't want anybody to fail. But when we have the time, you have the whole time. Some people, they, they have the whole time. They don't serve God at all. They will not be such people in Jesus' name. They will be people that will serve God with fear and trembling. May our household serve God. May our children serve God. May everything about us serve God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I rest my case.